0: Hello, and welcome to the Studio Magazine Interview Series. I'm Aditakar Karkera, Chief Data Officer for Deloitte's Government and Public Services. And today I'm delighted to have with me Ram Ayer, the Chief Data Officer for the Department of Food and Drug Services. Ram, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And I think it would be great if you maybe get started by telling the audience just a little bit about your journey until today.
1: I have uh, had uh, over 25 years experience um, working for private industry in the biotech, as well as uh, large international organizations. And as I was looking at what I should do next, like most people in the data and uh, AI space, you have many opportunities. And uh, when I found out that uh, premier regulatory agencies for public health Uh, FDA was looking for its first CDO, I just couldn't pass up the opportunity to make a difference. And um, it was stressful uh, to start something during the pandemic, but I couldn't have made a better decision to join this uh, phenomenal agency during that time and uh, being able to make the little bit of a difference we've been able to make uh, in our use of data for our public health mission. Um, so my background was mostly um, non-profits, um, international agencies, private industry, and some consulting. And uh, in the last first uh, last three years in uh, the agency.
0: Well, Ram, the role of the studio is a new executive position. Well, relatively new in the federal government space, um, mandated by the Evidence Act, and which was enacted in 2019. Uh, Can you talk to us a little bit about how the role was established in FDA and maybe also talk a little bit about your specific responsibilities within the FDA?
1: FDA did not have a chief data officer um, until I started three years back. Um, Although I've been enrolled for about a little over three years, I would say the real uh, work started about two and a half years back. Um, we I started in the middle of the COVID uh, uh, pandemic, and uh, our focus was very heavily on just getting things done in the first uh, few months for the immediate needs. So we built the strategy over the next uh, six to nine months, and we've been executing that uh, since then. Uh, what has also been uh, significant for us is uh, the ODT, which is the organization led by the CIO. Uh, has been reporting to the commissioner directly uh, for the last um, two years. This is not very common in the federal government. um, And uh, because of that elevation, the CDO role also has tremendous visibility and the uh, attention of the senior most leaders, including the commissioner on our data strategy. So that has really helped us. And we have uh, made some really good progress in the last uh, two years uh, with that mandate, as well as many of the strategies that we have developed and have been implementing for the last two to two and a half years.
0: Well, Ram, thank you for that background. You really sparked my curiosity, though. You mentioned data strategy. Would you want to go a little deeper and tell us what was involved in in your journey in creating the data strategy and what your strategic pillars are?
1: Yeah, very good. Oh, that's a very good question. Um, when we started the data strategy, we started with three pillars. Um, the first pillar is uh, we wanted to be value driven. We identified projects that will provide some uh, value in six to nine months, rather than creating a document that will take three years and then we have a roadmap. And before that, you know, we have left a lot of problems unsolved. So we've always been very agile and iterative in our approach. While we are being value driven, we also wanted to build foundational capabilities that will help us in the long run. So we cannot be building these foundational capabilities on a project by project basis. And then the third pillar is a hyper-focused plan for talent. We believe that that would be the uh, limiting factor in our ability to scale. So we spent a lot of time on those. So with all these three, we've been able to successfully create an ecosystem of tools, processes, and data, uh, removing some friction that existed in the um, organization for use of data. And we have solved many important problems, both in the data practices side, as well as the mission priorities uh, through these capabilities that we have built. So it is looking. Uh, very positive and the support has been phenomenal from the leadership for the strategy and the implementation of the strategy.
0: I I couldn't agree more. I mean, your emphasis on creating a strategy that's actionable, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many conversations we have every day around uh, strategy issues, because sometimes strategies, like you said, are created to just create documents and they aren't really executable or actionable. So I love your emphasis there. But Ram, you've been in the industry for several decades right now. You've been as the CDO for the last three years for FDA. What in your mind are maybe one or two your or your department success stories that you could share with the audience?
1: Yeah, uh, the uh, first one I would share is uh, probably a little bit boring, but uh, it is uh, (laughs) bread and butter for any data organization. Uh, is our work on the master data. Um, We have needs for master data for firms when it comes to inspections, uh, when it comes to perhaps shortages. Um, We need a very good list of products and uh, sometimes the ingredients uh, to understand the uh, the, the entire supply chain in some cases. Um, So we have done some work uh, in ensuring that we have a consistent view of this master data, not just for a particular center or particular office, but mm-hmm. um, as you as we all know, many, many of the products are interdependent. You know, if we are not having a singular product uh, uh, anymore. Uh, something we that happens in the biologics has an impact on the, um, uh, you know, the traditional drug side or maybe something in the food might have an impact on the animal side. So our ability to uh, consolidate that is critical and we have done some good work there. And the way, uh, not only have we made progress there, but also the way we have done it is equally important. We have done this in a very collaborative manner, where we have built in the discovery and change management as a single piece. By doing that, it's going to help us to implement these uh, strategies faster. We've also uh, taken every opportunity when there is a particular crisis that happens or an emergency that happens, to quickly respond uh, when it comes to monitoring inspections uh, during the COVID time, balancing the safety of our, our inspectors with uh, uh, the need, public health needs. How do we measure that and how do we create dashboards that the field offices and the um, inspection groups can use? We have, u- we have created some dashboards to do that. And then behind the scene, we've also put some um, capabilities such as Uh, you know, OCR and um, uh, NLP to pull lots of the internal information to turn that into a digital asset that can be leveraged by multiple uh, offices and centers.
0: So I was really hesitant when I asked you to only outline one or two success stories, because I know you have so many, as pointed out in the previous discussion that we had, but thank you for at least sharing a few of those here. Um, Ram, one of the things that you mentioned when you were talking about your data strategy was uh, your focus on upskilling and building talent uh, can you elaborate a little bit more on the approach that you're taking to uh, build that literacy program or your upskilling program yes
1: yeah. uh, one of the things about fda is uh, we are blessed with tremendous talent and talent um, that already is trained in a lot of the quantitative skills um, so my job was made easier by thinking slightly differently about this entire uh, talent and upskilling. Uh, what I did not want to do was build an empire of uh, data scientists uh, where I have to staff with, you know, 200 centralized resources. Um, we, I didn't think that was the right strategy for FTA. I also didn't think that uh, by putting some kind of a curriculum, you know, we just write a large contract with some uh, university and then, you know, we have a lot of people over the next 18, 20 months that have certificates, uh, but it's a very long process and it doesn't provide immediate value while it's those are very good uh, from a training perspective. So we took a slightly different approach. I call it the 70 20 10 model. Um, you know, skipping in line with our data strategy. It's highly value driven. So the people we bring to this program are not from my organization. They're actually working for the centers and offices. So we sponsor for these folks to come in and 70% of their time is spent by working on real problems. We give them tools, there's a base training we give them and then we give them, we have a a, a portfolio of problems that uh, we want to deal with. So we'll give them one or two of those problems and then we will. Uh, the twenty percent of the time is done uh, spent on mentoring, whether it could be a peer mentoring or a supervisor mentoring or even a reverse mentoring uh, that allows them to learn some new skills to solve that particular problem. Only ten percent is spent on typical traditional classroom training. So we have found this to be particularly effective, and. Just through these cohorts, they have actually solved two or three very interesting problems that uh, the centers would have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars or the agency would have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and it would have waited for months and months to solve them. Also, we have built right now about 36 trained data scientists across the organization who now speak common language, understand the common processes and the common data, have know how they know how to access the common data now they are ready to solve problems, not only for the agency when we need them, but they are using it in their day-to-day work to help the problems that are in their centers. And now they're creating their own community to work on the tools that we have given them. So it is creating sort of a viral effect and we are really excited to take this program and scale it even further.
0: I just love your idea of the 70-20-10 approach, so thank you for outlining that and how you're continuing to build talent across FDA and beyond. Ram, I can't say thank you enough for joining us today and sharing your experiences and insights with the audience. Um, I hope we stay in touch and maybe have another version of this interview soon, but for the time being, audience, please continue to join me in watching other interviews. Posted both on CDOMagazine.tech as well as on Deloitte GPS CDO's website. Ram, thank you again for your time.
1: Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about our strategy.